0: Six, five,
1: six, seven, eight. I rise, you rise, we rise, we rise,
2: we rise, we rise up. We rise, we rise, we rise, we rise, we rise,
3: we rise up, we rise. You are listening rise, to eighty-nine point three FM KPFB okay. in Berkeley occupied Ohlone territory known as Huchin, and this is We Rise. We We are your hosts, I'm Nicole Travascio, and I'm Kat Petru. No hate,
2: no fear, Muslims are
4: welcome here. What happens when kids view the world as investigative journalists? On January 16th, Nikki and I visited Lodestar Elementary School in Oakland. We were told that the students of Ms. Laura Einhorn had been producing podcasts about Islamophobia. On today's show, we feature the official podcast produced by
3: the Lodestar Common Ground Expedition. And share sounds from our classroom visit back in January. We begin with an intro to Islam by Anaya, Chasoni and India.
5: Can you imagine stopping what you're doing even if you're at the movies to pray five times a day? This is something that Muslims do because it is a part of their religion. Muslim means anyone or anything that surrenders itself to the true will of God. By this definition, everything in nature is Muslim because it is in a state of surrender to God's will. Hi, I'm Anai, and my partners will tell you all about their religion.
2: Did you know that Muslims are monotheistic? Did you know that, India? That's cool. Judaism and Christianity are also monotheistic. Do they believe in the same God as Islam? Of course they do. Allah just means God in Arabic. Hey India, which religion is oldest, Judaism, Christianity, or Islam? Good question. Well, the oldest one is Judaism. Then Christianity came out of Judaism. Islam started third and was really influenced by Judaism and Christianity. These three religions have a lot in common. Like what? Like they all believe in the Prophets Abraham and Moses. And Christianity and Islam believe in Jesus as a prophet. Muslims even talk about Jesus in the Quran. I bet a bunch of our listeners don't know what the Quran is. The Quran is the holy text of Islam. Muslims believe the Quran was the word of God given to their prophet Muhammad. Muhammad was the prophet of Islam. He was born in Mecca, Saudi Arabia in the year 570 one person started islam and now there is 1.8 billion muslims all over the world the quran talks about the five pillars of islam let's share with our listeners what the five pillars are the first pillar is called the shahada the second pillar is is salat the third pillar is Psalm. the fourth pillar is zakat and the last pillar is hajj what is shahada shahada is profession of faith There is no God but God, there is only one God, and Muhammad is prophet. Jasoni, can you tell our listeners about the second pillar? Well, the second pillar is Salat, which means ritual prayer five times a day. The third pillar is Psalm. Muslims do a month-long fast during the month of Ramadan from sunrise to sunset. The fourth pillar is Zakat, almsgiving. Non-poor Muslims have to give a percentage of money to the poor. The last pillar is Hajj and that is a pilgrimage to Mecca. India, do you know how Muslims pray? When Muslims pray, they face towards Mecca. They usually pray on a rug. Before praying, Muslims wash their face, hands and their feet so they are clean. They bow all the way down to the ground. They recite verses from the Quran. After prayer, they raise their hands up and they say, peace be upon you, Allahu Akbar. They look at the left and right shoulders saying salam, which means peace. Oh, that's cool. We learned a lot about Muslims and Islam today. One person we interviewed was named Ahmed Rashid Salim. He is the leader of the Islamic Cultural Center of Northern California. We talked about being Muslim in America.
6: Being a Muslim in America has many challenges, right? One of the challenges is, of course, Misunderstandings and confusion about who Muslims are, and things like the Muslim ban and and other political rhetoric by some politicians, of course, adds to the ignorance and to the fire of people, where they think that, oh, Muslims are really these evil people, they're violent, they want to hurt uh, Christians, they want to hurt other people, they want to destroy America. So that's, that's a big challenge to live with.
2: We just heard from a Muslim man, but Muslim women often have a different experience. Some Muslim women choose to wear a hijab, which means a headscarf. When they wear a hijab, everyone who sees them automatically knows that they're Muslim. One Muslim woman we talked to is Moana Shaikh. She told us why she wears hijab. Assalamu alaikum,
0: peace, peace be upon you.
4: We just heard the voices of Anaya Chisoni in India, students from Lodestar Elementary School in Oakland, with their podcast, An Intro to
3: Islam. Up next, their teacher, Ms. Laura Einhorn, shares a bit about the inspiration behind this project and discusses journalism as a tool for learning.
7: So when we design a project, we really want to be thinking about life-worthy learning and also professional skills. And so, you know, I've been teaching for a long time, but Students at my old school the way I've been teaching students write an essay and they turn it in and I grade it And I give it back and then that's the full end of the process right and that essay hasn't We've learned something but that essay hasn't made an impact outside of that teacher-student relationship So the life where learning that we really wanted to focus on is Islamophobia How do we combat Islamophobia, but the professional skills for this semester were how do we become a journalist mm-hmm. and so we invited Tamra Drummond who wrote for the East Bay Times and she taught us how to, how to interview. Mm-hmm. And she taught us how to write a profile article. And we read a bunch of profile articles and then we wrote our own. That was our first attempt at being a journalist. And then we learned how to be radio journalists. So we invited Alyssa Jung Perry, who's a reporter at KQED and she taught us what a podcast is and how we interview for radio and how we pick our acts and how we write our scripts and how we voice and we, um, Rather than writing essays, right, we really want to write using the templates of the yeah. professional world. It's a totally different way of writing, isn't it? What's different writing about writing for radio than writing for an essay or writing for a newspaper? You're not writing, writing. writing anything. <laughs> and then
8: the podcast
9: so for saying, oh. writing an essay, you can say I or you, or like you could say you, but I, you can't say I or just like... Um, like just talking to another person and then for a radio for, uh, for a radio you had to like s- sound like you're doing a conversation.
10: Mm-hmm.
0: You
9: also,
2: there's more teamwork involved like you put it, us in groups and that group is like I was the archivist, Marcello like he was he a was core value keeper, he let us, he made us um, stay in track, um, my other friend he made us stay in track and Samaj was the opening. So there's a lot of teamwork involved.
4: Let's return to the podcasts. We heard an intro to Islam. Now let's see what the students have to say about Christianity and Judaism.
2: Hi, and welcome to our Common Ground podcast. My name is Janaya, and we're talking about Christianity. It's like an introduction to Christianity, which happened to be my religion. I'm going to pass it over to Michelle and Stephanie to tell you more about Christianity.
11: Thanks, Janaya. I'm Michelle. Stephanie, did you know that Christianity was founded by Jesus who was actually Jewish? He started Christianity and took a lot of ideas from Judaism. Yeah, Michelle.
12: We also learned that in class this year. We also learned that because Jesus was Jewish. Some important ideas from Judaism, including believing in one God, are Christian ideas, too. I thought that Christians believed in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, Michelle, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all names for one God.
13: Well, the Trinity is um, a concept or a way of talking about God, because in the Bible, the Bible is uh, Christianity's holy book, in the Bible, there are some verses in the Bible that speak about God as a unified God in, in an expression of multiple persons or multiple beings that are speaking or that are interacting or that are working together. And those, do you know the, the three names of... I know them in Spanish. In, what are they in Spanish? Uh, Espíritu Santo. Espíritu Santo, uh-huh. that's Holy Spirit. Padre, Hijo y Espíritu Santo. Very nice. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Those are some names that are mentioned in the Bible, and they're all equated with God.
12: Michelle, did you know that Pastor Marcus said this? Because it is part of the Christian's Bible. Did you also know that people blame the Jews for killing Jesus, but it was actually the Romans? Romans thought that Jesus was way too powerful. Now let's hear Pastor Marcus talk about Santa Claus.
13: So Santa Claus is something that comes from a par- some, some ideas that are partially part of history and also part of stories that are told um, in, in the ancient Middle East and northern Middle East around the area of Turkey, um, where there was someone who, um, the story is told of someone named St. Nicholas, who was very generous, who was giving uh, to people and helped um, the poor, helped orphans, and um, so one of the stories of St. Nicholas's life, gets brought into the same time around Christmas um, when Christians also celebrate the birth of Jesus and they also celebrated giving gifts to one another and giving thanks to God for the birth of Jesus. Well, all of that comes together.
11: Janaya, Pastor Danny told the 6th graders that Santa Claus came from the name St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas was a person who, in every Christmas, knocked on the doors and gave presents to all people who were
12: good. That was great, but did you also know that St. Nicholas took his time in every Christmas to go and make gifts for everyone? Well,
11: Stephanie, I never knew that. But how did people start calling him Santa Claus? Well, Pastor Danny Fiddleson told us that when St. Nicholas was doing that, people started to call him Santa Claus. Thank you for
12: listening to our podcast. Another thing is that I am so happy That you listen to our podcast and learn all the things we have been studying.
11: We are out of here. Peace.
0: Without Judaism, Christianity and Islam wouldn't even exist. Judaism is the oldest of three Abrahamic religions. I'm Fair coming from Lodestar Community Charter School. Today, Yazel and Mia will be talking about Judaism. Hi, I'm Mia. I'm a 6th grader at Lodestar, and I'm here to tell you all about the history of this religion. I'm Giselle Hey, Mia, do you know what percentage of people in the world are Jewish? What will you guess? 10 percent 50 percent or two percent hmm good question there are actually 0.2 percent of people in the world that are jewish wow that's a little bit of jews i wonder what jews believe in jews actually believe in one god which means they're monotheistic mono means one one thing that is very important to jews is having a shared history Jews believe that their religion started when a prophet named Abraham heard the word of God and started the Jewish religion. Yeah, before Jews thought that everything was God, so they called them idols. One day, Abraham got a hammer and destroyed all the idols, and his dad asked them, what are you doing? He said there should only be one God. Oh, so Abraham actually started Judaism? Yeah, that's right. Hey, Yosele, do Jews believe in the Old Testament or the New Testament of the Bible? Great question. Well, Christians believe in the Old and New, but Jews believe in the Old Testament.
13: means the first five books of the Hebrew Bible, which are the same for the Christian Bible, or what is often referred to as the Old Testament in Christianity. Jews call the Hebrew Bible. And so those books you've heard about Genesis, Exodus, yeah. Well, this, uh, numbers? Good, Numbers, and one more, Deuteronomy. Perfect, okay.
0: Another way they use the Old Testament is the Torah. The Torah is like the Bible for Jews. What are some important holidays and celebrations for the Jews? Great question, Yisrael. Let's talk about some of them. So one of them is Passover. The point of Passover is to celebrate when Moses escaped slavery from Egypt. Another important day is Yom Kippur, when adults don't eat for the whole day and pray for all the bad things they did last year. Did you know that there are three different types of Jews? Yeah, I did. There are the reformed Jews that tried to make Judaism fit into the modern world. The conservative are in the middle. They are the most traditional than reform. Then Orthodox Jews practice traditions of Judaism. Today, we learned about different types of Jews. Also, the prophet Abraham and how he started Judaism. Also, without Judaism, there will not be Christianity or Islam please tune in to listen to my classmates podcast to learn more about religious tolerance
3: are listening to We Rise on 89.3 FM KPFB. We are your hosts, Nicole Travascio and Catherine Petru. And on today's show, we are featuring podcasts
4: from the students of Ms. Laura Einhorn's class at Lodestar Elementary School in Oakland. You just heard the voices of Janaya, Michelle, and Stephanie with their introduction to Christianity, and Mia, Farah, and Yisel with their intro to Judaism. We are not born into a blank slate. It's so vital that we teach and learn from history in relation to what is present. Projects like this encourage students to engage with the process of storytelling. The subject matter becomes active, and instead of passively reading a history textbook, they may start to consider who wrote it and why.
3: Kat and I had the opportunity to sit with the journalists themselves to ask them about their experience producing Lodestar Common Ground Expedition.
8: Did you have fun making the
5: podcast?
14: Yes, it was fun. How come? Because we got to do different things that my kids normally don't do. We went to a college called UC Berkeley and recorded our podcast. And then we went to KQED to learn how to make our podcast.
7: And we learned a lot from
10: those people.
7: What's something that you learned from someone that we interviewed? So maybe asking, interviewing Moina Shaikh, or interviewing Ahmed Rashid Salim, or Masa Kashani, or Ms. Burrell, Ms. Aziz, what's something that you learned about their life, or about what it's like to be Muslim?
11: What I learned was that many people were at different ages when 9-11 happened. When Masa um uh, when it happened, she was almost like seven years old, and when 9/11 happened. Mona Shaikh was married and had kids, and she was afraid to to come outside because of what happened, and because she found out that Muslims made the planes hit the twin towers. So then she
9: decided that she was she was gonna wear a hijab because she didn't want to um like like she didn't want people to know that she was Muslim because then they're gonna be like. Looking at her and telling her that's all her fault. So then she started to wear that, and then her daughter said, um, "Why, why do you wear that?" And then she explained to her. So then her daughter, her daughter grew up and she started to wear that too,
3: because she didn't want nobody to know. What part of the process got you most excited or interested?
2: The editing part. I always wanted to edit and like, and like. Um, do stuff like that, the audio, and, like, and also hear all our voices just, like, connected and, like, in one, in union. You're listening to the Low Star Podcast. I'm Jenica. Our podcast is about religion's tolerance. I'm Christian, but just
11: because I'm Christian doesn't mean that I hate other religions. Hello, my name is Carla. I'm a 6th grader at Lodestar.
9: Hello, my name is Emily, and I'm also a 6th grader at Star.
11: Emily, did you hear that Mona Sheikh is making these meetings so other people can learn about her religion?
9: Wow, that's really cool. Mona Sheikh was the very first Muslim I met. She hosted meeting in Fremont. She invited people to have a conversation with her about her religion. Carla, did you know that a lot
11: of Muslim were Heskerf? It's called a hijab. I bet a lot of people who come to Mona's meetings ask her about why she wears a headscarf. She told us she wears a hijab because it's a way to express her faith and letting people know she's a Muslim person. When we met her, she was wearing a bright orange headscarf. She looked great.
9: When Mona came to visit our school, she told us a lot about this meeting and why she made the meeting. She also told us a lot about her religion and how people sometimes threaten her because for being Muslim, knowing that she's Muslim because of hijab.
15: And this gentleman came before the event started, and he talked to the organizers, and he said that he was a Korean War veteran and that he has killed a lot of people, and that he will slash my throat if I offended him.
7: Mm-hmm.
15: When I was informed, my jaw just dropped. I could not believe somebody would say something like this. Wow! My fellow American would say something like this. I had never heard something like this before.
11: This shows us that we all need to learn more about religion tyrants, and a lot of people have Islamophobia. That's when people are scared of Muslims and people say rude things. Also, people have a lot of hate in their lives and burn down a mosque. A mosque is a place where Muslims go to pray.
9: We also interviewed Zach and Zach, and Zach and Zach are both named Zach, obviously. And they are in seventh grade. We also interview we choose to interview them because they are both Muslim. We wanted to know, have they
11: ever experienced religion intolerance because of their religion? Yeah, and once we talked to them, we realized that they did experience bullying because of their religion. So along a few months ago
14: I like where um my auntie was walking down and she was wearing
9: a religious outfit that Muslims usually wear. And then um a guy walks up to her and he was making fun of her, like what how she was wearing and then all of a sudden he just says a weird um inappropriate word called terrorist and it kinda defended her but um it was pretty amazing how people stand up and then, like, stop the guy and tell him to get out. So, yeah. How would that, how would you feel if that happened to you, Carl? Oh, my God, I can't believe that happened to him. If that happened to me, I would be so mad, so frustrated, and so hurt.
11: I can't believe people can say hurtful things about a people.
9: There are so many
11: people that hate Muslims just, just about 9-11. It's not all their fault. There are so many people who can think all Muslims are terrorists. When people are walking or running, sometimes people shout out that they're terrorists. My name
9: is Roxana, and I hope that you listen to the other broadcast that my classmate made. This broadcast will teach you about religion, tolerance, and different religions. Thank you again, and have a good day.
4: You just heard What is Religious Intolerance with Emily, Carla, Jenica, and Roxana. Back in the classroom at Lodestar Elementary School, we are surrounded by posters
3: showing their research process, breaking down the timeline of events following 9-11, investigating the cause and effects of that day. Photos of the students in the recording studio are strung from the ceiling. The students show us a bulletin board that reads, To promote religious tolerance, we will.
7: So
9: those pieces of paper, those uh, are pledges, so uh, some of the parents wrote some like um, be, like be kind to all," or like be kind to Muslims" or those stuff. So like they pledge to like, if they see something bad happening to another person that has a different religion than them, they will go and help or just be nice to them.:
3: What did you write?
9: I did it. My mom and dad did, but it was in Spanish, so. You can
4: read it, and so you can say it in Spanish. That's okay.
11: Yeah, mine is in Spanish, but I is very, really So what my mom, so what my mom said is that uh, to promote religious tolerance, uh, we should like respect uh, the ideas from the cultures, uh, because uh, when you respect like a human and their culture, everything will be great. Can I say in Spanish? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sí. Para defender la tolerancia we are committed to respect the ideas of each human ser and their cultures. Thank you.
14: to Star Community Charter School podcast. I'm Jonathan Holston and today we'll be listening to Nathan Belcher and Jalen Tapia talk about 9-11 and Islamophobia.
1: Hey Nathan, where were you on
14: 9-11? I wasn't born yet, where were you?
1: I wasn't born yet either, but my dad was in New York when the Twin Towers fell. He was only a block away when the first tower fell and when the second fell, he was inside the subway and the dust all came in and he had to rush into the train.
2: Whoa, dude,
8: that's crazy. It's amazing he made it out.
1: Yeah. What was 9-11, Nathan? Let's share with our listeners who might not have been born yet, either. What happened on September eleventh, two 2001? Can you get us started?
8: Yeah, let's talk through some of the important details. On September eleventh, two 2001, a group of Muslims named Al-Qaeda had planned attacks on three places in the United States. The plan was to have some of their members go into airplanes and set locations on places in the U.S. One of them, the Twin Towers, also known as the World Trade Center, and hit the Pentagon, but one plane crashed in Pennsylvania when one of the hijacked planes was overpowered by its passengers, even though they knew that they were going to die anyway, but were brave enough to save thousands of other people's lives, even at the
1: cost of their own. That is super scary to know that that happened to almost 3,000 people on the 9-11. All because the group al-Qaeda felt so deeply about people being mean to the Muslim community that they thought that there was only one way to get revenge. And that was by killing all the people that were just innocent people who just expected to get a ride to wherever they were going. And a lot of people that were just doing their jobs in the Twin Towers.
8: In this semester, we went to the Islamic Cultural Center and met a man named Dr. Payman Amiri. He is a Muslim doctor from Iran who's actually working on finding a cure for cancer.
1: Dr. Amiri thinks that it's not fair that people judge other Muslims for what these terrorists did. Dr. Amiri hates Al-Qaeda, hates Osama bin Laden, and like most Muslims in the world, is a man who loves peace.
16: They think that Al-Qaeda is an Islamic organization and all Muslims like Al-Qaeda. In our opinion, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, Bin Laden, these are all people or group of people who were either brainwashed or are brainless who commit atrocity, commit murder and crimes in name of religion. And as a matter of fact, everything they have done it's totally against the teaching of Islam.
8: Lots of Muslims have felt targeted since 9-11. Let's talk about some of the other effects of September 11th on Muslims and on everyone in the world.
1: Another important effect was that the U.S. invaded Afghanistan. Why? What did Afghanistan have to do with anything? Well... Osama bin Laden, who had planned 9-11, and most of the hijackers came from Afghanistan. Another Muslim community member we spoke with, Ahmed Rashid Salim, is from Afghanistan. He told us what it was like when the United States invaded Afghanistan.
6: Yeah. But however, I should note that because I am, I'm also Afghan, I'm an Afghan American, in Afghanistan, a lot of innocent people were killed as a result of bombings uh, that, t- that took place. Same thing with Iraq, a lot of innocent people were killed. That had nothing to do with the events of 9-11, and that is one one, that is the greatest tragedy of war, is that innocent people are killed, buildings and countries are, are destroyed. So in one way, you can, you can if we consider ourselves humans, then we are all related, we're all brothers and sisters, and we're all humans. It doesn't matter if you're Christian or if you're Jewish or if you're Muslim or if you're black or if you're white. Islam says that you're, you're one human race, right?
8: Wow, this must have been really terrible for the people of Afghanistan who, just, who also just wanted peace. Did you know that this war is actually still going on today? It's actually the longest war in U.S. history
1: and a few years after the war in Afghanistan started, the U.S. invaded Iraq also. Was Osama bin Laden ever caught? He was captured and killed, but many years later. What do you think is the most important thing that young people should know about 9-11, Jalen? Young people should definitely know that 3,000 people died that day, and it's a day that we should all remember.
8: I think we should remember that not all Muslims were part of 9-11, so we can't judge all Muslims.
14: Thanks, Jalen and Nathan, for sharing all of the knowledge with us. Next year on 9-11, young people should remember that not all Muslims were involved in 9-11 and that we shouldn't judge people because of their religion. Make sure to tune into all of our classmates' podcasts to learn more.
3: You are listening to We Rise on 89.3 FM KPFB. We are your hosts, Nicole Travascio and Kat Petru. And on today's show, we are sharing podcasts from the Lodestar Common Ground Expedition. You just heard one by Alex, Jalen, Jonathan, and
4: Nathan called 9-11 and Islamophobia. We know 9-11 is a highly contested issue, but these students conducted some really meaningful interviews about the loss of innocent lives due to U.S. militarism. And for our longtime listeners,
3: we'd like to echo these budding journalists revealing the repercussions of the military-industrial complex, or MIC, and remind us all to drop drop the mic.
0: Throughout history, people have been killed and affected because others do not accept people for who they are. I'm Joanna, and this is Donna Allenson and Sarai.
14: Hi, I'm Donna, a sixth-grade student at Lodestar Charter School in Oakland, California. Hey, Allenson, have you ever heard of the Holocaust? Well, the Holocaust was a terrible
5: time in history when Adolf Hitler decided to kill 6 million Jewish people because of their religion. This lasted from January 30th, 1933 to May 8, 1945.
14: Now you will hear Eva Kaufman, a Holocaust survivor. So you must listen carefully because this is a once in a lifetime chance.
15: I was 5 years old when my world completely changed. I had a fifth birthday party with a wonderful presents and everything and the next day they were pounding on our door the Germans and they took over our apartment and we had to get out and we went and lived with some relatives for a while my father was a very well known photographer closer oh, okay. and one of his clients happened to be a German a young German general and he saved our lives actually because he came To my father's studio and he had his picture taken and he came several times to look at proofs and finally buy his pictures and on the last day he said to my father pack up your family they're rounding up all the jews tomorrow so being jewish us and all of our friends anyway long story short my father tried to warn all his friends but who would believe it That, you know, from one day to the next, you have to pack up and and leave your home and your friends. Most people just couldn't do it. And sad to say, all our friends were rounded up and, of course, taken to concentration camps and killed. We, uh, my my father, we packed up the next day and uh, we took a train to Italy.
14: Eva Kaufman was a child when the Holocaust started. This means it is a very important subject not many holocaust survivors are still alive because the holocaust was 72 years ago and
15: we had a lot of air raids bombs falling and that kind of thing and uh, so one day we heard uh, that the germans were really very close and my father and his two brothers they were with us they left their home they did listen to my father and they left but anyway they went up to look for a safe place to hide up in the Alps mountains and soon after they left, these German soldiers came to our door. We were renting a room in one of the villagers' uh, homes. That's what we used to do as we were going all over Italy. We would rent a room somewhere. And uh, they came, soldiers came to our home and wanted to know where the men were. They wanted to take them to a labor camp. And my mother said that they were out working, they went looking for work. And my mother spoke German, and I spoke German. My mother was from Austria, Vienna, Austria. So we spoke German at home, we spoke Croatian, and of course living in Italy now for almost three years, we all spoke Italian. So these soldiers didn't know that we spoke German. And my mother, heard, we heard them say, well shall we take her, meaning my mother? And there was one young soldier that was a little bit more humane, And he said well we can't leave the child and the old woman that was my grandma she was with us she was in bed very ill so they decided they were going to come back the next day to get the men well we didn't wait for them (laughs) my mother packed us up and we started walking towards the mountains
5: now you might have thought that we learned our lesson from history this lesson tells us not to judge others or harm them based on their religion But it seems like a lot of people still are mean and unfair to others based on what they believe.
14: For example, Muslims in our country today are being judged and harmed just because they are Muslim. They are being called terrorists, bombers, and magic carpet riders. And I don't even understand
5: that stereotype of magic carpet riders. I mean, that's not even possible. In Aladdin, they had a theme song that said, they'll cut off your ear if they don't like your face. That shows the stereotype that Muslims are supposed to be violent.
14: I guess a lot of people don't consider others' perspective before they say something that will affect them. I have heard stories about how 9-11 impacted
5: the lives of Muslim people in the U.S. like Ahmed Rashid Salim.
14: Yeah, he told us a story that eggs and rocks were thrown at his house for being Muslim. Well. Wow. To be judged by something you didn't do
5: must really feel bad.
14: We went to the mosque of Northern California to interview Ahmed Rashid Salim and Dr. Payman Amiri. Do- there, Dr. Payman said that if you kill a person, you kill the whole world. That doesn't sound like anything a terrorist would say. Almost 3,000 people were killed during 9-11 attacks.
5: Afterwards, Muslims were targeted with blame.
14: You can't just judge someone for what another person did. It's just cruel. And to blame a whole race for something
5: they didn't do, it's just racist. Because you probably don't know other Muslim people's
14: opinions on what they think of groups like al-Qaeda and ISIS. And what they think about banning an innocent country that they think is bad when it actually is peaceful. Exactly. It's almost like going back to when white people treated black people unfairly, and that was a bad experience. And we don't want a world full of racism, hate, and negativity. Am I right? Right. We want a world full of positivity and love, not that horrible hate. We hope you will understand that these topics are very important.
2: They should be taken seriously. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I'm Sarai from Low Star. Remember, our religions matter and don't judge a person based on their religion. Peace. Thanks to Allison.
3: Donna, Joanna, and Sarai for their podcast called Religious Intolerance in History and calling out Disney and Aladdin for their anti-Arab racism and
4: Islamophobia. Not cool, Disney. Not cool. What happens when kids view the world as investigative journalists? What doors open? How does it change
3: the way they learn? How do their voices affect our imaginations? And reveal the cultures we're all swimming in. When you give kids more space and a chance at responsibility, it gives them the opportunity to show up. So how can we reimagine the way we teach? Reimagine the way we engage with kids? How can we offer more space for purpose, failures, revelations, or growth?
4: Please introduce yourself with your name and a favorite memory from making these podcasts.
8: My name is Isaiah, and uh, my favorite memory is going into the studio
2: and coffee. cool um my name is davion and my favorite memory is um having um to do the podcast and script
9: my name is
8: alexis
4: my favorite memory of the podcast was putting in the beat cool okay i have an un, maybe seemingly unrelated question that I'm really curious about. If you could make another podcast, what would it be about?
2: Chicken nuggets.
4: <laughs> you think the world needs to know more about chicken nuggets? Oh
2: my gosh. Okay. Um, if I had to make another podcast, I think I'd make it about i don't know to
4: be honest that's okay you can think about it yeah think okay about
2: yeah it. i'm gonna think about it you can skip
0: do
4: you have an now. idea or not yet <laughs> yes go for it minecraft oh my god it's a game minecraft yeah it's pretty cool oh. oh,
2: okay no more silly answers no more silly answers no
4: more and if somebody has a sincere idea about what they would want to make a podcast about i'm You don't have to be on the panel to answer that question, and then we'll keep coming back to the panel. But if you do have an idea, please raise your hand. Yeah? Money. What about it? How to become rich. How to become rich, Okay. Anyone else? Taxes. Taxes? What about taxes? I don't know.
2: Okay. Oh, if I could make a podcast about anything is um it will probably be about the homeless because um i think more uh, more people need to step up um and my family we feed the homeless every thanksgiving so i think some people need to step up about that
4: cool oh good
14: about
4: sea pollution ah sea pollution what would you talk about
14: a lot of animals get hurt
4: yeah they are getting hurt I heard of somebody recently, so you all learned this with this um, project that, that, that Bush, when he was president, maybe before you were born, made this thing, had this phrase called the war on terror, which is really harmful. And I recently heard somebody say there is a war on the oceans, which may have a little more truth to it than Bush's war on terror. So that would be amazing to talk about the sea and pollution.
7: These podcasts were researched, written, recorded, and produced by a sixth graders at Lodestar Community Charter School in Oakland. Huge thanks to our expert advisors and interviewees Moina Shaikh, Ahmed Rashid Salim, Masa Kashani, Dr. Payman Amiri, Delana Burrell, Amel Aziz, Zach and Zach, Rabbi Jeremy Morrison, Pastor Danny Fiddleston, Pastor Mark Ambris, Father Stefan Tamerlan Drummond, and Alyssa Jong Perry. Thank you to Chris, Rachel, Rachel, and Vicki at the UC Berkeley School of Journalism for recording support. Chris recorded our awesome video. Bree Zika and Tony Altucker and the Lodestar Expedition team were instrumental in curriculum planning and revision. Music for the podcasts by Black Ant, Broke for Free, Poddington Bear, Scott Holmes, and Scott Wilson. Thanks for listening.
2: No fear. Muslims
4: no are welcome here. Thanks so much for tuning in to We Rise here on 89.3 FM KPFB. We've been your hosts, Kat Petru and Nikki Gervasio. As always, you can find our shows on Mixcloud.com backslash We Rise Radio. And email us with questions or ideas for collaboration at dancesrevolutionary at gmail.com. Next week, you'll hear from a very special Hawaiian community elder, Uncle Dean, about another incredible education project, Ho'oku Aina. This one is land-based and explicitly decolonial and takes place on the island of Oahu. A huge thank you again to Ms. Laura Einhorn and all the journalists of the
3: Lodestar Common Grounds expedition. You can find their podcasts on SoundCloud and we'll link to them on our website as well.
4: A huge thank you to the Pink Panther Sorority for our new We Rise Anthem, which you heard at the start of the show. We're going to leave you with four music tracks on the themes of youth rising up and challenging Islamophobia and militarism. First, you'll hear Sweet Freedom by Soul Development, then Islamophobia by Raspect, then Islamophobia, another song, uh, by a different artist, Genocide, and we'll end with a song called With My Own Two Hands by Ben Harper. Have Have a beautiful beautiful weekend. weekend!
1: To all be free You now tune in to WRBG Soul Development Radio You already know I'm the legendary DJ Real Talk And this next joint is called Sweet Freedom
17: could I choose to be silent and say I care about it. I raise my voice to raise awareness till they hear about it. Until they speak about it, read about it, be about it. And do they part to get my people about them cocoa farms. If you say silent, then you only choose to do more harm. I'm speaking words of freedom in the lines of every song. My people need them. We won't stop till ain't no slaves at all. Cause if I'm free and you ain't free, then we ain't free at all. You gotta evolve and get involved. I am my brother's keeper. And greet exploit the kids because it's cheaper i challenge every artist with a voice to choose to speak up if we unite we manifest anything that we speak of There's a war going on outside and it ain't safe, but it's hard to keep the faith when the pistol is in your face. And a finger on the trigger that just might control your fate. First they shot us while we marched, then they bombed us while we prayed. Stole our bodies and beat our bodies to be somebody's slave. Made a killing off of the living that forced us in the grave. Fast forward the day. Ain't scared to die. Some of us will escape and others too scared to try. Many of us were weak, and others too hurt to cry. If you gangster about your freedom, now the time to mobilize. Libya to India, and every prison won't be clean. If they ain't free, then you ain't free. Don't let them sell you no false dreams. It's so much bigger. A social problem to which you can be a change agent and walk away from that opportunity. And I know that that fight isn't separate from the fight we fight here in the States every day. We talk about educating children to give them access to opportunities, something that I stand by and do every day. But how do I not then have the ability to not just see my students or the young folks in my community... With the young folks home in the motherland, continental Africa, I couldn't imagine not taking responsibility, I couldn't imagine not taking an invitation to be a part of a social change.
18: One God, while nothing them worshipped idols idly. Then they went to school us like we didn't teach them, and blood—that's the irony. The prophets said no one's better accepting piety, and they showed you in acts when we had queens that were ruling righteous. We had one God, while nothing them worshipped idols idly. Then they went to school us like we didn't teach them, and blood—that's the irony. To my real Muslims, Hamdi la irate you. When your heart sincere and true, Inshallah you stay faithful. Christian, Muslim, Jew. I don't judge by labels. Some men are following demons, some men are guided by angels. Fact, to my real Muslims, Hamdilha irate. From your heart sincere and true. Inshallah, you stay faithful. Christian, Muslim, Jew. I don't judge by labels. Some men are following demons, some men are guided by angels. Most merciful. Alu wa's Man I push hate and bar. My lord Wagwan. If it ain't peace and love, I don't rate the jihad. If it ain't self defense, then brother, it's not Islam. Islam, Islam, Islam. Follow your heart when you read the Quran. Sin, 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 sin. You see, an unjust war is surely haram. But I see enough man want to follow shaitan. How can man be hungry for beef when they're meant to be fasting for Ramadan? Oh, no. Follow your heart when you read the Quran. Sin, 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 sin. You see, an unjust war is surely haram. Oh. But I see enough man while I'm full of shaitan How can man be hungry for beef When I'm meant to be fasting for Ramadan?
16: Genocide Yeah Islamophobia and hey yo, the mainstream media got you feeling paranoid, thinking every Muslim wants your city destroyed every other day, show another plot that's been foiled, stir the melting pot, leave society embroiled I don't believe a word, they variegated the crisis in the same way the CIA made ISIS and Al-Qaeda with every other terror group, funded by the same people that be representing you tell me it ain't true, the evidence is evident, when the declassified intelligence become irrelevant, Forget the president shadows our emotion it's more than religion that created this commotion corrosion of humanity divide and conquer that's why you're looking at every muslim like they a monster you're misguided and blinded by those around you thinking every muslim is evil and homicidal well, my, Umar, my people my brothers and my sisters we are all equal humanities within us we are from the same clans some are good some are sinners from the righteous to the killers only god can forgive us for well, my ummah my people my Brothers and my sisters, we are all equal, Humanities within us We are from the same band, some are good, some are sinners From the righteous to the killers, only God can forgive us yeah. Islamophobia's a worldwide epidemic Open your eyes, don't buy the hay with the rip Before 9-11, no one cared about your creed Now you get persecuted because of what you believe I just need the official version of that event You've all been a victim of a psyop experiment Kill your television set, get out of your prison in bed. Look around and see just surrounded by the living dead. I respect all religions, they are peaceful the war and the haters created by people, people with hidden agendas designed to make us suffer. They sit back laughing while we are killing each other. Over ten years of war, so many died that were innocent predator, drones dropping bombs all over civilians. And these kind of images manufacture the militants. It ain't about law. No matter what your religion yeah. is. But my umma my people, my brothers and my sisters. We are all All equal humanities within us. We are from the same plan. Some are good, some are sinners. From the righteous to the killers. Only God can forgive us. For my umma, my people, my brothers and my sisters. We are all equal. Humanities within us We are from the same fans. Some are good, some are sinners From the righteous to the killers Only God can forgive us Remember way back when Iraq was invaded WMDs was the reason that they stated Had the whole world persuaded But never eventuated Quarter of a million dead While the vets are decorated For making the rain blood All over the Middle East And they wonder why the locals Fighting back with IEDs And they blowing up embassies Bringing attacks overseas And it's not because they hate the God That you believe Leave us, call retaliation, violence begets violence, hate we get hate. You need to open up your eyelids. Hey, it ain't a virus or a plague within Islam. Nah. it ain't the verses or the words in the Quran. Nah. we all people of this world, we can coexist. When we see it ain't religion that be causing this. It's a vision of those that run the globe And their blood money's on every bullet that you know (laughs) For my umma, my people, my brothers and my sisters We are all equal, humanity's within us We are from the same fans, some are good, some are sinners From the righteous to the killers, only God can forgive us For my umma, my people, my brothers and my sisters We are all equal Humanities within us We are from the same fan Some are good, some are sinners From the righteous to the killers Only God can forgive us
10: human race.
0: Six, seven, eight. All
14: right.